Hello and welcome back to Pictorial on Relay FM. I'm Quinn Rose and I'm someone who did not go to art school, but I love to shoehorn things into being art topics on this podcast. And I'm Betty. I'm also someone who did not go to art school, but I did go to design school. So I have a little slightly more credentials this time around than usual. Yeah, this week we have a design podcast because we're going to be talking about flag design. I love flags. <laughs> well, this is really your topic. This is something that you're interested in in general, and you're excited to talk about today. So I'm going to let you take it away right now. <laughs> sure. Um, so I do, I mean, I'll mention uh, before we start that there's already another podcast that's done a few pretty good podcasts on flags, not to send you away to somebody else or anything. Uh, but 99% Invisible podcast has uh, years ago did um, a vexillology podcast, which is uh, the design of flags. And they did a really great job into kind of just talking about the basics of flag design, which we'll go over a little bit today too. But, um, you know, we were kind of more so focusing on talking about uh, a specific recent um, news story about flags, as well as just looking at flags in general. So if you have heard about flags before on podcasts, please stick around because there's more <laughs> that we're going to talk about. There are breaking news updates. <laughs> there are. There are. I want to start with the news topic that brought up this topic uh, that kind of made us want to talk about it. And so we're recording this podcast uh, a few days after the United States election of 2020. And some of the news stories that I was paying attention to specifically were the propositions. So America does have some direct democracy uh, referendums where you can vote on specific laws, yes or no. And one of the propositions uh, was from the state of Mississippi, it was to vote on the state's new flag design. So Mississippi has actually had um, their most recent flag that was just voted out for over 120 years. They've had it since 1894. And one of the problems with this old flag is that in the Canton, which is the top left hand corner, there is the Confederate flag uh, as a part of Mississippi's flag. So a lot of Mississippians do not think this flag <laughs> reflects uh, the values of their uh, their state anymore. Um, and so one of the things that happened is that in June of this year, it was actually um, the Mississippi state passed a law uh, that removes the removed the old flag as their official flag and it was signed into law by their governor, Governor Tate Reeves in June and um, you know, just so everyone is, is aware, this is uh, bipartisan supported. The governor is Republican and the uh, lawmaker, the initial uh, lawmaker who proposed this uh, policy to remove the flag was also Republican. And um, and obviously a lot of them were supported by uh, Democrats. So it ended up passing easily. And then the new flag design. So the there was a committee that reviewed over 3000 flag designs in August, they ended up picking, uh, whittling down to two options. And then uh, ultimately, a new flag was chosen. So I believe I have sent you the link to the new flag, I guess some initial reactions. Or if you would like to also de describe the flag to us. Sure. So this new flag, it's called the New Magnolia flag, um, which makes a lot of sense because the original flag of Mississippi was called the Magnolia flag. And so this is sort of like 
both back to the roots, but also like a spruced up new version of it. Um, so it has vertical sections. So the outer sections are red, then there's smaller yellow stripes um, inside of that. And then the center of the flag, the like the center third is a navy blue. Centered upon that is what I assume is a magnolia blossom because I'm smart and can figure out context. Um, but it's a white magnolia blossom surrounded by white stars. There's a yellow star at the top of that circle. And at the bottom of the circle, it says, in God we trust. Yes. So what are uh, how do you feel about this flag? Do you like it? Do you you know, not like it, neutral, or think it's have some criticisms? I would say first reaction, I like it. I especially like the center piece with the navy blue and the white flower. I am not particularly a fan of it saying and God we trust on it, both because I have like somewhat ideological problems with that, but also just because I think that it would look cleaner with just the stars and not having writing on it. I do like the the gold star at the top because it's a cool feature of it and because I just saw a point that that is reflecting um, indigenous tribes in Mississippi, which is very cool. I'm not as big of a fan of the red and yellow slash gold pieces. I assume those have significance to them. Um, I'm not sure what that is yet. I'm sure you're going to tell me. So I'm not saying I have any problem with significance. I don't know what it is yet. But aesthetically, I think it would look better if it was just the dark blue background. Right. Yeah. No, that's a very, very, I would say, good design assessment. Uh, I just want to, sorry, I just want to correct you. one thing I said <laughs> earlier. Uh, the the representative who proposed the bill was Democratic, but he was supported by his uh, Republican counterparts. Uh, oh, no. In any case, here are the a set of rules from the North American Vexillology Association. Flag designers kind of came up with these five simple rules of good flag design. The first one is simplicity. The flag should be simple. So uh, the idea is it should be able, you should be able to draw it from memory. If you're a five-year-old in kindergarten, you should be able to draw it, maybe not well, but you know, you should be able to. And uh, one thing that uh, 99% Invisible mentioned on their podcast is that it should be so that if it's if you draw it on a one and a half inch um, by one inch rectangle and hold it far away, it should be recognizable. So, um, hmm. you know, I'll, we can get back to that later. But two is that it should be symbolic. So there should be a unifying visual concept of the elements. Your design should mean something. <laughs> it shouldn't be random. <laughs> what a concept. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the third one um, is a little controversial. It says no more than three colors. So you should only have between one and three colors if you have more than that it doesn't mean you know you you get fired as a flag designer but you have to have a really really good reason and number four is going back to what you said no text coat of arms or seals so like don't put words on your flag like if you if you just imagine if like the u.s flag had like america written all over it <laughs> i mean honestly kind of surprised it doesn't know, like a big exclamation mark hashtag 1776 like don't put that on your flag um and number <laughs> number five it should be unique so don't make it very similar to somebody else's flag um especially a really well known flag because they're gonna think you're this other um place just like how i i mean i don't think anybody would mistaken liberia for the U united states but a little too similar although you know they do they do have a connection to the u.s so that is understandable but in any case so those are 
you know, the, the five rules of good flag design, it doesn't mean like the, yeah, again, it doesn't mean like you have to 100% follow all of these rules. Um, but it's kind of like, you know, if you're an artist um, and you just started to learn how to paint, you should probably follow all the rules before you decide I'm going to be Picasso and like break every rule. So <laughs> that's kind of, you know, that's kind of what this is for. So yeah, in terms of the Mississippi flag, it essentially follows um, some of the rules. So it is I would say it is relatively simple. Um, it's actually a little bit more complex than a the flag they just had, but you know, it's probably still, not probably, definitely still a better flag, um, you know, for historic reasons. So it is simple. I think if you hold it far away, it is it is recognizable. You could argue that maybe it's the flower is a little small, but anyway. So it is symbolic. Yeah, of course, they're, they're symbols, the magnolia, the stars, even the in God we trust, I guess, technically does represent something. Um, and then no more than three colors. It does technically break that rule because there's red, yellow, blue, and white. So, you know, but I, again, it's, that's not like a, that's not like you, you don't have to 100% follow it all the time. I feel like specifically with the way they use it in this design, because yellow seems to be used as like accent points versus like the white, blue, and red are used very prominently. So I feel like they would get away with that one in in this like rule list. And I think it, it, the yellow is actually kind of good because because almost every state uses red, red white, and blue. It, it, putting the yellow in there, you actually help out with rule number five, which is uniqueness. Like you won't get mm. confused with other American uh, state flags that use red, white, and blue because you have a little bit of a uniqueness in there. So I would say in this case, it you know, if I was a Supreme Court judge of flag. I would say I ruled that the yellow is acceptable. <laughs> so, of course, it totally breaks rule number four, which is no text. And the thing is, yeah, I personally do think rule number four is one of those rules that you really should pretty much never break. Like, I, I so far can't think of a good reason to put text on there. Of course, lots of flags do break this rule. But one thing is, if you look at like national flags, so of course, like later, I'm going to show you, you know, some flags that are more like state, provincial, local, and a lot of them are horrible. But international flags like are usually there's a little bit more thought and people are like, hey, let's not put let's not do a really terrible flag. So if you think of international flags, I don't think any country has words on them. Okay, Brazil's flag has words. But I would say that's that's still I I if I if I were the designer for the Brazilian flag, I would find a way to take out those words. Well, I think it's notable that you have to sit and think like do any national flags have words on them because what we're talking about where like flags need to be recognizable from a distance and if you have words on the flag like unless you just write i don't know like jeb on it <laughs> in giant letters and that's the whole flag you know it's going to be really small so when we think of the flag in our heads we don't even think of the words being there which 
I don't think is a good thing. Like, I think that means that they're getting lost um, in the design because when I when I tried to like visualize the Brazil flag and I'm like, there are words on that. And then I looked at it more closely and I'm like, oh, there are words inside that white stripe. I just never think about them because I'm just looking at sort of the overall design and not looking at those tiny details that you can't see from a distance. Yes, exactly. Even this Mississippi flag, when you hold it far away. So actually, um, right now on my screen, there's a preview of the flag of that CNN article. And if I back up from the computer a couple of feet, I I don't really see in God we trust. I, I off like if I just looked at it, I would have think it was like just stars all around. So yeah, you're right. Like the the flags themselves. Uh, the, or the flags that have words on it it's kind of like even the ones that do you don't even it, it's irrelevant because you don't um you don't realize it so so we're now looking at this whole page of the flags of the various states in the united states of america and before we go into what you are going to tell me about i just want to do a couple of like quick first impressions sure yeah and the, then you can judge my flag design sensibilities mm-hmm. But most of them are hideous. <laughs> we'll start there. Just most of them are just like really overcomplicated crests on the center of flags that are usually blue or maybe have some really aggressive stripes. The flag of Hawaii has the Union Jack on it for some reason. Not sure about that. Um, the ones I like, I want to throw a couple out there. I don't think Alaska's is perfect, but I do quite like Alaska's. It's got stars on it and that outline um, the Big Dipper. I really like the flag of New Mexico. I think that's very cool. It's very different than the rest of them, and it stands out. Um, The flag of Texas, it's a bit garish, but I think it's the design is cool. I think it's better than the sort of like standard crest in the middle of the center flag that most everybody else is doing. Um, And while the California flag does have California Republic (laughs) written in giant letters, very cool bear design, I will say. Big fan of the bear. Those are my those are my first impressions of looking at all of them together. Yeah. Are you um so yeah, as since like I'm not American, like when I first came across this page, I obviously like didn't recognize other than I think Texas, I didn't I, I've never seen any of these flags before in my life. Like are you familiar with any of these flags? So I am familiar with the flag of California because I think California is so culturally sort of explosive across the whole country that that flag is used in sort of like clothing designs and stuff more frequently. I was familiar with the flag of Alaska as well because I think – I don't know actually know why, but I've seen that one before a few times. Mm-hmm. I've seen Maryland's flag, but only because people talk about how ugly it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the Texas flag because Texas – but pretty much the rest of them, if I've ever seen them before, like I'm sure I've seen some of the other ones before, but they didn't really stick with me besides like Maine, which is where I'm from, but it's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, hold on. I don't even know if I looked at Maine's. Oh, yeah. Okay. I. It's not, it does not stand <laughs> out on this page no, at all. It definitely doesn't stand out. And um, it's, <laughs> it breaks like every single rule. Um. <laughs> I think I think Maine should do what California did, uh-huh. but with a moose instead. Because oh, yeah. there's this very small moose in the d- design of Maine's flag, but I think it should be like the whole flag is just like this gorgeous moose. That's my vote. What is it? Dorigo. Dorigo? Oh, that's the state motto of Maine. It means like I guide. I don't really know why that's the motto of Maine. <laughs> okay. But it's on our flag. <laughs> I find 
quite funny that there the state of Washington literally has a picture of Washington on their flag. <laughs> that is very funny. That looks like it would be like a pop art design in a museum. It does not look like that should be the real flag of Washington. <laughs> yeah, like so when you're in this like zoomed out as in again like in the thumbnail version which is how it should be viewed, it's it's very hard to see like his face is actually really small on the flag, but if you like open up the high res version, you see like his face is actually has like the pop art like Roy Lichtenstein like dots on it. Like it looks like a comic book and and it's like when I first saw this I'm like this is can't be the real flag of Washington, but it is. Um, and so, yeah, I guess another flag that I do wanted to just mention is uh, your your current state, the state of Illinois flag. Oh boy, <laughs> which is has, go on, which has a, so I'll describe it's a white flag, which I don't really recommend. So when the when it's one of the rules is to use. Uh, f- four colors. I don't really recommend using white as the background, or 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 like n- like eighty five percent of your flag is white. Like that's just not a good color to use for a flag, um, <laughs> unless you want to be like we're surrender monkeys or something. Um, and so in the middle is what looks like a crest, but it's an eagle uh, who has who's holding a ribbon in. Uh, his mouth, I guess. It says State Sovereign National Union. And there is a, he uh, has a, I'm assuming this eagle is a he, I have no idea, um, is, 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 is a, has a shield um, that has star, uh, stars and stripes. And then there's some grass. Uh, there, he's sitting on a rock. It says 1868, 1818. There's some more grass on the, on the ground, uh, which looks like it's actually a grass on a beach. And then there's some water in the background with little ripples and then there is a sun that's shooting out what looks like beams of like light rays like there's no tomorrow and then it says giant illinois in blue on the bottom okay so i gotta tell you i'm not sure i've ever seen this flag before in my life and i live in illinois but we're gonna get to why in a moment okay um (laughs) okay just to, to check on some background, apparently State Sovereignty National Union is the state motto of Illinois. Oh, okay. Another thing I didn't know. And the years, 1818 and 1868, are the years that Illinois became a state and the year that this seal was designed. I guess this whole thing, like, is the seal okay. of Illinois. Um, here's my thing about this. Those That information doesn't need to be on the flag. <laughs> I guess it's cool that the state seal has the state motto on it, like, go off, I guess. But why does that need to be – why does all of that need to be stamped on the flag? <laughs> I didn't even know that, and I live here. Obviously, it's not helping me learn this information. <laughs> guys, it's a flag. It's not the, a history the, – the history book of the state of Illinois. Like, we're not looking for, like, your state's, like – history literally written on your flag well before we move into canada can we talk about the chicago flag for a minute oh yes yes please okay y'all this is where it gets good (laughs) i guess i have seen the illinois flag before probably but i don't care about it It doesn't matter because the chicago flag is vitally important and it slaps (laughs) so the chicago flag if you haven't seen it it is in a white background sorry betty but Um, There are two pale blue horizontal stripes towards the center 
thirds of the flag design. And then in the center are these four six-pointed red stars. Those four stars represent these four historical events in Chicago, which are the establishment of Fort Dearborn, the Great Chicago Fire, the World's Columbian Exposition, and a Centuries of Progress Exposition. It is hard to overstate how culturally prevalent this flag is for Chicago. Um, it's basically this, It, I mean, like, any flag is like obviously the symbol of that whatever it's symbolizing but like it really is the symbol of chicago in the hearts and minds of chicagoans people get like tons of like clothing and merchandise with the flag people get it tattooed on themselves like not infrequently um it's just this like gorgeous symbol of the city and while there are like national flags that are obviously like have huge symbolic meaning to the people who live in that country i feel like state flags rarely have that kind of meaning except maybe in like texas or california where it is more prevalent and i've certainly never i don't know of any other cities that have this except for chicago so I'm a big fan of it, and I think it's really cool, and I also, like, have Chicago flag stickers and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I will actually say I probably, off the top of my head, can't think of any city flags in the world, except I happen to know Toronto's because I live here. The only city flag that I can visualize without you, like, telling me is Chicago, and uh, so good job, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I've checked this before because I got into this whole conversation about city flags because I care about Chicago's city flag so much. And um, a lot of cities do have them, not like every single city, but like major cities really do have them or even like mid-sized cities really do have flags, but they're very rarely like as sort of in popular culture and in like everyday life as the Chicago flag is. Definitely, I will say one of uh, the white here, I will say is acceptable. Um, so again, <laughs> that's not like a cardinal rule. Uh, that's not like a cardinal rule or anything. And so and also the the, the white isn't like 80% of the flag. It's maybe like half or maybe 60%. So that's that's fine. It's, it's like part of the the sort of stripe design that it lays out it's not just like a thing in the center yeah and of course like there are lots of flags that have white as a part of it you know france famously uh, but you know france famously also have completely white flags sorry that was a bad joke um so anyway <laughs> all right but I, i'm ready to move on to canada now with Canada, actually, I will start with. I will also. I'll, let's start. Let's start good here. Let's start on a good end. Good note. While we're talking about the flag of Chicago's, so I live in the city of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and we have, I would say, in my opinion, an okay flag. Like I actually do think Chicago's is better, but this, as flags go, and as municipal flags go, it's not bad. This is interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Toronto's flag has a blue, mostly blue background. There's two white. Uh, uh I want to say upside down L's is what it seems like. It swoops across from the top two corners into the middle, but not quite the middle. It's a little bit off center. And then the two stripes go all the way down to the bottom. And then at the very bottom, there is a Canadian or bright red Canadian maple leaf. So do you, um, so I, I don't think you've seen this flag, uh, but have you, you've, have you seen this flag? <laughs> Oh, I've not seen this flag before, oh, no. That is totally okay. Um, I wouldn't expect anyone who doesn't live... Actually, probably most people who live in Toronto don't even know this is our flag, so that's totally okay. So this uh, picture is the Toronto City Hall. It's uh, located actually just about 
like a hundred meters, not even from where I work, uh, downtown Toronto. And it was designed, uh, it was like designed and built in, I think the late 1960s. And it's uh, a super iconic building in Canada. I mean, I, again, probably more so people in Toronto and surrounding areas are aware of it. I, it's not like the most famous building in the world or anything, but it is like a lot of Canadians know this building. It's very famous. It's very iconic, very well known. And um, the two swoops are is our city hall. That is interesting because this is a flag that was like designed recently enough that like a contemporary iconic image of the city can be used in it, which I think is not the typical case for a lot of these flags. And yeah, and of course, uh, the the this swoop also like the way it's cropped in this flag ha- makes the flags has a giant T right in the middle, and the T stands for Toronto. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you're so pleased. And the maple leaf, you get it. So, but again, like I I think it is it is a little like weird looking. Um, again, mostly because it's trying to incorporate an image of a piece of architecture and um and and I do still think like Chicago's flag is more symbolic and there's more like story behind it however I think I think it's cool and I again I can't think of too many examples of someone trying to incorporate the design of architecture into a flag so while while the US state flags are mostly very ugly so are I would say every Canadian provincial flag with the exception of one eh, maybe two yeah you know these are at least more distinct from each other it's not all just the kind of like crest on a blue background but they are all ugly in their very (laughs) own special way (laughs) yeah so uh do you do you have any so yeah do you have any that you think are could be considered good (laughs) um i will say i like the quebec flag that is the one that stands out to me on sort of like first look at these. Yeah, I and th- that would that would be one of the one of the probably only two that I would pick as well that is, you know, acceptable. Um it <laughs> uh, but again there there's a reason because uh Quebec is our our special special province that's different from everyone in almost every way and they they do like to uh, represent that in every way possible, including their flag. So, you know, of course, it's a different uh, color from everyone. The Quebec flag is um, blue, uh, again, it's blue and white. There is a white cross in the middle with two, four blue equally divided quadrants on uh, each quad on each corner, and in in each of the blue is a fleur de lis, uh, which is a French symbol. So it's, yeah, so they, they do, they want to be like, we are so French. We are not, we are not, <laughs> we are not the, like the rest of them who don't speak French. Hey, I've been to that province. They are so French. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, it, so yeah, again, I'm not saying it's bad or anything. I'm just saying they're, they're very interested in people real knowing that they're, they're, they, they're French. <laughs> so, um, and then the, the only other one that I think is, uh, could be considered like good is Nunavut's flag and that flag is um has that flag has a yellow on left side and white on 
the right side. It's divided uh, in two in the middle by an inukshuk, a rock sculpture, and there's a tiny blue star on the top right. So while it does have actually five colors technically, because the inukshuk is outlined in black, uh, it's it's one of the better ones because you know it is simple. It is more, much more distinctive. There are no words on them. Although Canada does a pretty good job of not having words, but we do have a lot of seals and crests that are so complicated that there's no way you can ever draw them. Uh, but again, none of it's also very very different from everyone else. Um, it's the, their population is almost um, exclusively Inuit, and also. Uh, none of it only became a territory in 1999, so the flag was designed more recently. And I just assume, n- looking at the fiasco of Mississippi in 1860, that people back then maybe were not as, like, maybe back then they haven't developed the design standards yet. So <laughs> <laughs> I will say this is a cool flag. Looking at it, I also approve of this one. <laughs> Because I am the ultimate authority on flags now. I learned about flag design half an hour ago, and now I'm an expert. For sure. You and I are the Supreme Court justices of flag. um, And, well, you know, and we get to appoint others as well as decide ultimately on what is the best looking flag. Um, Yeah, I would just say, um, yeah, the only other the only other flags that I kind of wanted to uh, talk about is uh, definitely, you know, worldwide on, on a on a definitely on a international scale, there are a lot of there are much better flags. I think some of some of People's favorite flags are, for example, Japan. Um, it is very simple, very symbolic, uh, very recognizable, and most people immediately know that's Japan. And I would say the other one that's great is Canada. <laughs> the Canadian flag is pretty good. Yeah, and 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 the thing is, so I like I like the U.S. flag because I do think symbolically it it is it does a really good job with symbolism, and obviously it's very unique, um, and it definitely you know only has three colors. But the one thing is that it is it is a little bit complicated. Like you know, um, when I was a kid, I grew up in China. We just had to draw five yellow stars and Canadian. You, the maple leaf is a little bit harder to draw than stars, but you know, you can make it work. But if I had to draw 50 stars and I don't even know how many stripes exactly you have, (laughs) but like that's, that's too much. What, like when I was five anyway. Yeah, there's definitely a lot going on. And while I know that, like, the numbers are symbolic, I feel like there has to be a way that, like, we could simplify things down but still have them represent those same kinds of things. I don't know. Also, I personally um, support making a few other things uh, states. And so I personally don't think there should only be 50 states. So I think we should move beyond the sort of, like, star for every state symbolism and, like, move on to something else maybe. But that's just me. Look, Canada has a bunch of provinces and they get away with just their maple leaf. Like we can we can change things up. It's okay. Yeah, we don't have 13 maple leaves on our on our flags. Um, <laughs> that would be so funny. Actually, we probably should. Um, but some people have proposed uh, that, you know, instead of the maple leaf, we should just have we should have a beaver. But again, I think a beaver is a little bit harder to draw, but it is definitely much more hilarious. So what if we just had like an eagle? Just like a big eagle. No, you should definitely have the Illinois eagle. Exactly that one. 
<laughs> just just the Ono Eagle. And then in the background, instead of it being plain white, there's 50 stars. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and yeah, so I, I would definitely uh, say that, you know, uh, for the next referendum, for the next election, uh, you guys should do some more uh, – propositions but you know one of them should be amending the uh the national flag (laughs) well i didn't say this when we were looking at the united states flags overall but i also do actually really like the new mississippi flag and i think it stands out among u.s flags now and so this gives me hope that we'll be able to continue make improvements to not just remove hateful symbols from our flags but also just to design them better um and to sort of update them with the times so Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Pictorial. You can find our show notes at relay.fm slash pictorial. And you can find us on Twitter or Instagram at pictorialpod, where we'll be posting a bunch of the flags that we talked about today. If you want to, you can also find me on Twitter or Instagram at aspiringrobotfm. And you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at ArticulationsV. And I'm also on YouTube as Articulations. And speaking of YouTube, we also upload these podcast episodes to YouTube where you can follow along and laugh at these flags as we talk about them and as you look at them and see if you like it for yourself. Tattoo them on your bodies. It's a great time. Thanks for listening, art enthusiasts.